cut down to brass tacks, gentlemen. This is it. The American dream. Let's just cut the crap and get down to brass tacks here. This is it. The American dream. Let's get down to brass tacks here. This is it. The American dream. But let's get the brass tacks here. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. It is the Brass Tax Podcast, episode 47. We are your hosts, Rick and Adam. My name is Rick. Oh, yeah. I'm here, too. Adam. And we are joined by the lovely and talented executive intern, Logan. Hello. Hello. It is our first ever live episode, so thank you for joining us. If you're joining us, if you're not joining us and you're hearing this at a later date, uh, just know that you can go to uh, brasstaxpodcast.com podbean.com and uh, that's our new uh, website and the new home of the Brass Tax Podcast. You can follow us there and you will be notified whenever we go live and uh, we're going to start doing these shows live every Saturday at 3pm so be sure you're here to join us if you want to uh, call in and chat and all that other good shit Um, other than that I think we're going to break right into it. Um, How's it going Bite Size? Thanks for joining us today. Good to see you bud Got the chat going already I'm already digging this new uh, this live setting. It kind of makes me feel like we're actually doing some some actual broadcasting for a change. I felt like that for a while. Felt like we've been yeah. legit for a while. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys are right. Yeah. I'm I'm like I'm my own worst critic though. You know how I am. One small thing goes wrong and I get sent into a fucking spiraling depression. You're, you're a goddamn dry drunk is what you are, dude. <laughs> you're not You're wrong. a fucking dry drunk. Well, when it comes to the show, it's like I care about the show so much and like mm. I'm always trying to make sure that I'm doing it the right way and I don't ever want to like, I don't want to fuck it up, dude. I spent so much time like perfecting all of this. Dry drunk. Your mother, dude. How about that? <laughs> Better than an actual drunk. You look at you, dude. You're fucking always flying down the canyon doing 80 miles an hour, drunk as hell, drinking grain alcohol from the, <laughs> okay. dr- from the jug. Yeah. No. Really are a bag of shit. You know that? Okay. See, that's a dry drunk coming out in you. Yeah, that's okay. Well, all right. Fair point. Fair point. When you're right, you're right. Dude, I went to, uh, so you'll notice if you look behind you, um, the cash bag is no more. The, well. ch- the change bag is. Quit jiggling the change bag around. <laughs> break through that thing. <laughs> that's what i'm saying you're gonna look silly covered in a bunch of change but um I, I brought the cash into the bank today it feels so weird to go into a bank and wear a mask like everyone's wearing a mask and i just felt so out of place because i haven't been to a physical banking location since the since the beginning of this whole virus thing yeah but i just felt so awkward because traditionally that's one place that you just don't wear masks it sends off a bad vibe it, it's probably prime time to rob a bank well, exactly. And that's the thing is like, I tried to, you know? um, I, I intentionally dressed non-invasively today. Like I wore shorts, flip flops and the brass tack shirt because all of well, how else do you ever dress? Good point. But you know, I wear a lot of black and I don't want to walk into the bank looking like a ninja that's ready to rob the place. Johnny cash over here. Punk ass. And I, uh, and I told the lady, I was like, she goes, how, how much do you think is here? Did you count it already? I was like, yes, that is $280. She runs it through the counter and then she looks at me and goes, 279 by my count. 
like a smart ass. Like she gave me a little bit of lip and I'm just like, you ugly bitch. You're back here fucking telling me. Like she just said, run it again. I dude. Oh, that would have been, that's the thing. If I had time like that. Yeah. I probably would have done that, but I don't have time to be fucking dealing with these, these fours that work behind the, behind the stupid counter or whatever. I was, I almost called it a register. It's a thankless job though. I, I think they make like minimum wage. I don't think yeah. they get paid very much. How funny would it be to see a teller with a tip jar out in front of her? <laughs> Everyone else does. Words for tips. Um, so let's see here. Let's move into some content. Oh, okay. So you have you guys seen these fucking Amazon commercials that are popping up on like all the streaming platforms and stuff like that? And they're trying to basically put into your head that like Amazon gives a fuck about its employees and cares about the community that they uh, that they move into and ruin and shit like that. There's this this um, commercial campaign that started. I think I think this was one of the earlier um, commercials that they put out. But just like a few months ago, they started running these uh, these ads, and I wanted to play one in particular because it just it just came off so phony, and I noticed that they were using the same kind of formula in every single commercial that they put out. With these employee ones, yeah, it's the yeah. same thing every time. And they try, yeah, so they like all have kids. They're trying. I was to, just yeah. about to say they always yeah. bring the kid into it, and they always have to like they always have to mention the branding or something like that. It's like, oh, when he sees the box or the big blue truck or something like that. It's like, stop trying to seem wholesome, you fucking home wreckers. Now that being said, I'm not going to stop using Amazon. I know their bags of shit, and I know they treat their employees horribly, but I'm not going to stop buying 50 pack double A's. You know what I mean? Like it's I just got you into easy. that. You're welcome. You, well, you got me into a lot of really bad habits. So. What? I don't think I got you <laughs> like into any bad Cocaine. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say cocaine. Oh, dude. I, don't, I didn't get you into cocaine. No, I know. <laughs> if anything, I got you back into it. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's behind us. Yeah, yeah. I'm a piece of shit, man. He's dead. <laughs> Call the corner. Um, I like how Logan went like straight from like it wasn't. It, drug addiction wasn't enough. Logan went straight for the trannies. T-zone. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong at all, but that's neither here nor there. Um, let's listen to this commercial because this, this commercial just pisses me off to no end. My name is Janelle Henderson, and I'm an area manager here at Amazon. Woof. How much do you think an area manager makes at Amazon? $28,000 a year. <laughs> I was just saying, it was probably like $22 an hour. It's like walking into the I think that's I think you're being generous. Yeah. It's an amazing she, she just said going to work is like walking into a chocolate factory and it's amazing. Not at all. Listen, it's not like that. Listen to this bitch. Chocolate factory and you want a golden ticket. Chocolate into factory. The chocolate factory. I can't I can't well, she might be right. It's probably like walking into R. Kelly's chocolate factory. <laughs> you know. You're just getting you're gonna shit get and pissed, pissed on, on all yes. day. <laughs> so she's on to something. You're not wrong. Walk into an Amazon fulfillment center. It's like walking into the chocolate factory, and you want a golden ticket. And it's an amazing feeling. A golden ticket of mediocrity and financial despair. A golden ticket. I hate how they call them fulfillment centers too. It's so pretentious. Oh but yeah, it's a but, fucking warehouse. It's a sweatshop. They need to just call it what it is. Yeah. And those those yeah. nets that you're seeing by the railing, those are fucking not for uh, anyone's safety. That's just to prevent suicides and yeah. statistics. It's like Foxconn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My three-year-old, when we get a box delivered, he gets excited. He screams, Mommy's work. 
That's mommy's fucking dildo. That's mommy, <laughs> that's mommy's new shower head because daddy ran off when your little punk ass came along. That's a double-sided 18-incher. Yeah, that's a that's a that's the end of Requiem for a Dream. It was that, what was in that box? It's just it's not even like the box was kind of big, but the dildo in it is curled over in half. That's how they got it into that box. It's just a Louisville slugger of a dildo. Or it's from the end of the movie Seven. I haven't seen that in a while. Oh my god! What's in the box? It's fucking Brad Pitt's oh, oh, wife's head. head. Yeah. Okay. That's his. <laughs> there's a head that's in your husband's box. head. <laughs> well, that kind of goes along with uh, that Wayfair thing that's been going uh, on. How they're accusing that that, uh, that site Wayfair of human trafficking. What's Wayfair? Sh- I don't know it. Uh, it's it's kind of like, uh, so like a furniture website, I think. Furniture? Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. And can't you sell your own shit on it? Yeah. I think. Oh, okay. So it's like people are selling other furniture to other. Okay. Yeah, and like, what was the actual item they were selling that was? Uh, um, it was like a really generic looking like cabinet. I'll find a picture. <laughs> Wait, and yeah. it was really like you're buying a. It was like person. Yeah, it was like one of those plastic storage cabinets that like people put in oh, the yeah. garages. It's like okay. twelve grand or like twenty <laughs> yeah. grand or something like that. And it was the same picture for every listing. Oh, but like different names. Human sized containers, dude. Which Adam's probably used to that. Actually, you guys should both be used to that. Aren't, aren't both of your countries like known for your human trafficking? Well, I don't know if it's like Ukraine that's known for it. They like Middle Eastern countries will come over and take those women and traffic oh. them. Oh shit! And bringing them back to the Middle East, you got to hire like ten Liam Neesons to to guard one soy municipality. Sauce? Yeah, can't be having that soy sauce. He's never recovering any of the girls because he's always too busy soy saucing his hair. He's goddamn soy sauce hair. Fuck. Jesus, fuck him. Yeah, fuck fuck uh, Liam Neeson and fuck his unbelievable movies. When the pandemic started, we started shipping out all the safety stuff that would keep the associates safe to all the other Amazons. All of these are face masks. We've sent well over 10 million gloves. Vodka. And does it look like a bottle of vodka? When we first got these, we were like, Whoa. It's It looks like a bottle of vodka. I So I drink it. But. Yeah, as if it is such. <laughs> I mean, this bitch knows. Looks like she's fucking slamming handles. Dude, she's slamming all kinds of shit. She's slamming peels. She's slamming Xan, or I guess Xanax is a peel. But she's <laughs> drinking that hand sanitizer for sure because it looks just like Maybe some Stolies. It looks like a big Stolies bottle. She's up. She's back there, butt chugging, soaking tampons in it, doing all kinds of weird she shit. Would sit on that and then do a do like, a handstand. <laughs> That'd be crazy. She, she doesn't put bathroom it. Bathroom stalls. Just see your feet raise up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just just some well, sense, some sensible woman's work shoes up in the Carla air. There's Carla butt chugging again. <laughs> her and her fucking fat kid always trying to paw at the boxes <laughs> when they show up. Mommy's work. No, I'm sorry. With this pandemic, safety is even more important because they're going home to babies. They're going home to grandparents. So our responsibility is to make sure that they go home safe every single day. Shut up. What a fucking, what a fucking nonsense commercial. Amazon does not care about anything but the bottom line, dude. They also put out a commercial about how they're, by 2025, we're going to have all electric vehicles. We're going to, you know, be doing this for better for the environment. They never do a fucking commercial about how they're going to do right by their employees. No, of course not. Because like, that, oh, we're going to give them health insurance. We're going to, you know, not make them take breaks where they have to run to the bathroom on their break, you know, and yeah. pay them maybe. He's the richest motherfucker in the world. Yes, and, he and, just, and getting here's, richer. Here's okay. You know how he got divorced? He lost half of his money, right? Right. 
And he's still the richest he, man. <laughs> well, he has already made up that difference. That's insane. That's insane. He's Even, already just as rich. He lost half of his money. That's how fucking you can compound interest on shit, dude. That's He's already back to square one. And he's taken off, man. He's going to be a trillionaire. And he's an asshole. That's just insane to me that, that, that that's even possible. Like, at some point, don't you have to... I hate to say... I hate to sound this way, too, because if I had this much money, I wouldn't want anyone trying to touch it or do anything with it. But at a certain point, when you're able to single-handedly just, like, buy nations and you're no longer beholden to any type of... Um, you're untouchable. Political yeah. powers. Yeah, exactly. Like, world you governments can't do yeah. anything. Like, if you pull your money out of a town, you can bankrupt a town and you can start really fucking up uh, people's livelihoods. Um, that's dangerous. And that's something that needs to Super be handled dangerous. because, well, I, I guess that brings up another question. Like, how do you handle somebody who's handling well, their own money? Look, it's not man. like, I don't know that you got to maybe tax them a little bit. Their country, their, their company is not even taxed. That's just insane to they, me. They dude. find, they say, Hey, we're going to have a, open a corporate in some state, all States. Tell us, give us the, your best package for us. Like, oh, we're going to give you this amount of tax breaks. This, you know, you don't uh, have to pay taxes for 80 years if you move here with your, because, you know, oh, you're going to hire. Yeah, you're going to create people. jobs. and You're going to yeah. hire five people and pay them $20 an hour. So that's going to You're, you're grossly overestimating how much they pay their people. Like, a, just a yeah, basic, yeah. a basic warehouse worker makes, um, or like at a fulfillment center or whatever, they make like between 15, 16 bucks. He's, yeah, I think it's, yeah, they make around 15. I used to know our uh, relative of mine. Used to work at one. It was fifteen dollars an hour. Jesus Christ, dude! You you can't survive with that. That's not like. What are you gonna do, man? I had a relative too, and their turnover rate is like so high over there that he was like a productivity manager or whatever within like two months of being there. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So I I imagine. Yeah. That dude. That's actually kind of what happened to me with my last uh, dispensary job. Like I moved up super fast in like a year's time. And then I completely undid everything in like no time after that. It took me like maybe two months of just saying the wrong thing to the wrong people yeah. a lot. And <laughs> it just blew up in my face. Yeah. That and I'm pretty sure they didn't like the fact that their store manager is walking around just smelling like a distillery every day. Yeah, you could have put like a lighter and just been like... Well, it got bad because I'd be like trying to pretend to be stocking or something like that in the back. And really what I'm doing is I'm sneaking over behind the office door and I'm like taking little nips out of my, out of my flask and my jacket. I used to love drinking in the wintertime because it made it so easy to hide. (laughs) You just have layers so they can't see the indents of like the double shots in my pockets and stuff like that. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm just back there reeking like whiskey because there's no windows open. There's no nothing like that. So people would come back and just ask me, they'd be like, ah, so one of the customers said that you smelled like alcohol and I'm just in the back like, ah, so what? <laughs> I'm just freaking out. I get angry and I get angry and defensive right away. I'm like, go fuck your mother. I don't give a shit. She said, yeah, you do. Yeah. Right well, yeah, back. that's how I, uh, classic comeback. That's how you diffuse all situations in life. You just hit them with a, I'm rubber, your glue. It's a solid one, but, uh, let's get into some bad news. Good God. Well, I've got some good news and some bad news. Okay, give me the bad news. What's the bad news? They're dead. This whole thing fucking sucks. I mean, this is the biggest problem. Order. Your, 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 your,
All right, all right. So this week, um, I clicked out of the article that I had pulled up because it wasn't loading the page for some reason. But uh, it turns out beavers are fucking up the environment. I don't know if either of you have seen any of this uh, recently in the news, but it turns out beavers' natural habits and the way that they live, it's causing us some fucking issues. This isn't news. They've been doing it forever. Okay, well, Ruining first, shit. Well, let me let me go ahead and uh, just in case the listener is wondering why we should all hate beavers now, um, or should hate beavers just in general. Basically, what's happening is the fact that uh, <laughs> Devin says fake news. I see you down there. Thank you for joining us today. Um, so basically, what's happening is they're building dams and they're building dams in in areas where you shouldn't because what happens is it causes these large pools of water to pool up, they freeze over, and it has uh, it has an effect on how quickly the glaciers melt, thus releasing more greenhouse gases and, and potentially fucking up our atmosphere. Um, so it turns out, you know, beavers are bullshit, and we probably need to start getting rid of them. Because when's the last time you saw a beaver do anything of uh, value? They actually can be pretty dangerous. See, just another reason. I say I say we go out there, we start a, par- we start a hunting party, it'll be our first Better ever... Brass tax meetup. Well, you, you can trap them. You well, can trap them. I'm oh. saying we go out, we go beaver clubbing. <laughs> Fine, but yeah, you can trap them. They make good. They have good pelts. We can make some beaver, some some brass tax beaver hats. <laughs> yeah, beaver skin hats, man. <laughs> Just a big stupid flat tail hanging off the back of you, like a like a lazy Davy Crockett hat. I I guess their tails can be pretty good. To like eat. to eat? Yeah. Are is there meat in them? I don't know. Yeah. Are you or serious? It's like fatty, I think. Yeah, it's, it's something like a really fatty meat. Yeah, dude, fuck eating beaver. Well, that beaver. You know, there's also <laughs> a disease, beaver fever. Are you fucking kidding me? So, like, if you if you're in lakes and stuff, yeah, in mountainous, not mountainous, too high up, they don't build dams, but like in the Adirondacks and stuff, and you get that water in your eyes, or you accidentally swallow some, you can get beaver fever. Fever. And you can, like, die from it. Executive intern Logan, will you look up beaver fever? I want to know the rationale <laughs> and why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just be really careful with that surge. <laughs> it's also, there's a scientific term for it as well, but. I'd imagine so, dude. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure virologists and shit like that aren't walking around like, oh, you got the stats on that they, beaver fever yet? They might. I don't know about all that it's business. Colloquially, ex- colloquially accepted. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm done with beavers. I've been done with beavers. So this is just one more reason for me to not give a fuck about beavers, to be quite honest. Logan, what do you got? It's um, a parasite, actually. Yeah, they, yeah. Pee, okay. they pee in the water or something. Oh, man. See, beavers just need to go. They're out here. They're fucking taking up all the good sticks. Can't make decent wands. You can't build decent fires. Uh, These stupid beavers are pissing in the water, giving people beaver fever, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, it really fucks up your, like, digestion tract. Um, diarrhea, belching, bloating. <laughs> so it gives you your Nausea, period. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So Nausea, the- <laughs> vomiting. Like. So beavers just give you your period. That's basically what Logan's telling us. That's a that's one that's one giant reason. If you needed any, I mean, I hated beavers before this. I don't like the way they look. I don't find them cute. I think they're aggressive and shitty. I've been camping before and ran into beavers. They're never nice. They're always territorial and they fuck mm-hmm. up a good day of fishing. If you're anywhere close to them, also, do you want to get into trapping them? I'm with you. I'll trap beavers. Well, I'm not. I don't want to actively. I mean, I oh, say a lot right. of shit. Like all I right. said, like I was telling Logan earlier, I'm a tough guy behind the microphone, but I'm not actually going to go out there but and we could trap club. Them. Well, what do we do with them once we trap them? Skin them out. 
I mean, yeah, I guess if there's money in it, I'll do it. But I don't think there's much money in it. But then I'm good on it, dude. I'm not going to waste my time. I, if you wanted to start a hobby, I'm saying I would. I'd be with you on that for a hobby. Well, of course you would be. You would be with me for a hobby that involves killing small animals. Of course you would. I don't like killing small animals, but beavers have good pelts. Adam just gets a sexual rush when he when he sees the last bit of life leave a small animal's eyes. It's not true. Oh, I forgot. I forgot to open my weed soda. I was saving. Oh, is this a sponsor? No, slot here. I wish it was. This is ten milligrams of cannabis infused into. Well, a, if you didn't blow your weed job, we'd be able to probably have a sponsor. But <laughs> you're probably right about that. Yeah, they want to sponsor us. Me talking about all this bullshit. True. But this is a blood orange, um, sparkling seltzer water. What bugs me? It's only ten milligrams. That kind of bugs me. What do you need it to be? It only needs to be 10 Remember, milligrams. Remember, we used to drink like 210 milligram ones. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's when we were That'll not... That'll destroy you. Don't do that. But. We weren't we weren't very <laughs> responsible back up. then. No. Oh, speaking of those, speaking of not being responsible with edibles, I watched a video last night. A dude ate 4,500 milligrams. And he like just recorded it. Like this guy does all these stupid. You remember Shoe Nice? Yeah, like similar to him. Then very similar to Shoe Nice, That's... except for he he pretty much only does like alcohol and drugs. Oh, like, well, Shoe Nice <laughs> would drink a whole thing of vodka. Yeah, yeah. And how the fuck do you do that? Well, he's still alive. He's still alive. Um, he was on H three H three podcast. Not a fan of the podcast, but he was right. on there. Um, he's still alive. Apparently, he doesn't drink anymore. He just smokes weed and stuff. He's from. He it's... lives in like upstate New York. Oh, I believe it, dude. Yeah. I And see, that's the weird thing is because when I first started seeing his videos, I was like, okay, this has to be some dumbass from the South, but wow. it's just some dumbass from the North. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, I don't. He ate crayons and everything. Yeah. He, well, that's the thing about shoe nice is he would eat things that you're just not supposed to eat. And I have to, I, I can only imagine that like internally he can't be doing super well, right? Because he's, he's done more than, he's drank more dangerous shit than just grain alcohol and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine he's probably not doing okay, but um, I guess I guess uh, getting back to it, just fuck beavers in general. I'm done with beavers. Um, let's go ahead and call it like it is. Yeah. You know, beavers are are done. I'm done with beavers. Fuck them. I'm closing Power the move. book on it. <clears throat> I'm already getting the burps from the seltzer water. You want to sip it? I don't have the coroner. You can How have a sip. Know? Well, that's true too. I don't know. <laughs> so maybe don't take a sip of my soda. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Um, so let's see. Oh yeah. So I was just kind of cruising around some more, uh, some more, uh, jizz lane and, uh, Epstein horse shit. And I was kind of just watching, uh, some Prince Andrew stuff because this whole thing is kind of still up in the air, isn't it? Like whether or not he's going to even be involved in this whole thing. I know that a bunch of people are calling for him to testify. Well, the and, FBI is. Yeah. And he's just, I mean, but he's not beholden to them. Ooh, the queen fucking... <laughs> British, what's wrong with you having a fucking king and queen still, dude? Did you see bunch of assholes? <laughs> well, I mean, dude, we have a fucking cartoon character for a president, Fine. but you know what? He's gone in eight years, four to eight years. Oh, did you just call the? Did you just call out the election? No, I, I, are you an insider? There might be a chance he could lose too, but they lied to me about the Gulf of Tonkin incident. But you know what? <laughs> He's there there for a short period of time. These motherfuckers are there. She's like ninety nine years old or some shit. Would you? No, for, the, for some money. No, I don't. I, no, she's there too long. They and the, their tax money goes to subsidizing their lifestyle. Yeah, that's the part what? I can't get. I can't get on. How board you? With that. How anyone from England get behind 
some bullshit like that. Well, I don't think any of the citizens are behind bullshit I like that. I think there's that. a lot of citizens that are like, for the queen. But those are those are like the same people we deal with here in America who are like, burr, 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 yeah. Trump, burr, burr, burr. Sure. I'm just not a, saying there's similar people that don't exist, exist in America, but we don't have a fucking king and queen in a developed nation. Well, no, and I'm pretty sure that the royal family is going to make its egress out of their society <sighs> at some point. I mean, dude, our generation Maybe. doesn't put up with that shit. They don't even, I mean, the thing is, is that people like to say they have no power to like uh, legislate and stuff like that. But it's like, dude, when you have that much resource and you have that many connections in your country and your families run it for such a serious amount of time, it's basically like the Russia thing. Like if Putin steps down from whatever, from whatever pre-manufactured position he's given himself, he's still pulling the strings. Well, he already signed the thing anyways. He's going to be in there until like, you know. Forever. Like yeah, it's, it's like something just outrageous. Yeah, <laughs> that's just insane to me. That because you know the people, the people voted on that. Oh, right? oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. They voted dude, on it. Don't get me started on fucking elections in general, <laughs> dude. I'm so sick of of people living in this fantasy world that uh, they still believe that that your vote counts for anything. I just, I'm not buying it. There's been too many fucking problems with the voting systems that we have. I feel like we've, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before. You're right. It, your vote doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. And it, it just pisses me off that there are still people out there that are like, bro, you're part of the problem. No, nope, you don't vote. Bruh. You don't vote. Can't complain. Can't complain. It's like, well, you're the you want to bet? I just fucking complained. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> we did it in front of microphones, too. Fuck you. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. But no, that pisses me off. It's like, who? and who are you? Who are you to be the gatekeeper of who gets to complain and who doesn't? Why don't you shut the fuck up? How, I'm pretty sure it's still America and we still have freedom of speech. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. yeah. Am I wrong? <laughs> what? Oh, I was just thinking about the baloney boy, and I don't know if it's up there or not, but... Oh, it is. Okay. It is. Don't you worry, bud. Okay. Don't you worry about that. Right. Why are you over here worrying about the end of the show? Oh, well, I'm just Right saying. here, and we're still in bad news. Just yeah. slow down. Weird news. You're doing, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally nude. Well, we don't... You know what? Let's not do Scorch references well, on the show. I'm not trying to... <laughs> oh, kingdom of nakedness. <laughs> Bite Size is a fan of Scorch. He likes some Scorch. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, so here we'll just we'll just um watch a little bit of this this Prince Andrew shit that I found. I just I just kind of like watching him uh, fold. What, what's the um news station that is showing this interview? Uh, CBS, and I believe. Oh, I th- but it's an interview from. Oh <laughs> yeah, well yeah, okay. and again, like All I right. said, like I said, um, until you have a soundboard, don't worry about doing that shit. Don't try to trigger me into sound drops. I'm sure I would have gotten to it at some point in time. I would have hit it, but I don't need you breaking the flow of going into a video clip by telling me in 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 cryptic language to hit a sound drop. What you did? Well, there should have been a let's talk about your BBC, but go ahead. That's what I was gonna fucking hit eventually, but Probably you not, don't but. you don't break the stride as I'm going into a fucking bit, okay? And as we're going into a video clip. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Look at what you I should, did. I shouldn't have to tell you this live on the fucking air. You know yeah. what I mean? This is shit that you should just innately understand as a broadcaster that you don't have to give me cues. I forgot. Up. I forgot you've been doing this since you were 18. I've been doing this since I was 18. Yes. I've been called the destroyer and I've got man tits. And I'm selling autographed pictures for $35. On my horrible website, just go to opioradio.com and get yourself one. Oh no. All right, let's just watch this video. I'm 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 about to the point where I'm ready to cut you. Huh. <laughs> and we're not even 30 minutes Hurry up in. Hurry God damn it. 
Prince Andrew is reportedly standing by his decision to do what turned out to be a widely criticized interview about his friendship with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. The prince sat down for a rare interview with Emily Maitlis for the Newsnight program at our partners, the BBC. The prince denied <laughs> allegations he had sex with a 17-year-old girl who says she was trafficked by Epstein. And he discussed his friendship with Epstein, who died in August in a jail in New York City. He looks like a parakeet. Do I regret yeah, the fact that, that, that he has <laughs> quite obviously conducted himself in Does a Does he have a goiter? Unbecoming. No. No. Yes. It's just like loose skin. Unbecoming. He was a sex offender. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm being polite in the sense that he was a sex offender. But no. What um, do you mean he's being polite? Why are you being polite? If you're trying to if you're trying to distance yourself from from this man who is a convicted pedophile, why are you still trying to be polite about the situation? Oh, totally bombed in this episode uh, he says he does oh, in the interview this yeah in this interview he, he, he doesn't, doesn't sweat. sweat yeah he doesn't party yeah and they showed like, there's dude, a picture he's like oh i'd never take pictures i saw a really good um compilation video it was basically um a condensed version of that hour-long interview that he did and basically every time he would make a statement that was false the person who put the video together would just throw like a collage of him doing whatever he said he doesn't do. Mm. So him not sweating, they showed multiple pictures of him with like super pit stains. And then like when he said he doesn't drink, they showed him like partying and drinking and shit. They just like, they just fucked him up. It was, it was beautiful. Well, uh, the guards, there's a couple guards that, you know, I don't know, the police that actually work in the stupid fucking castle that these assholes live in. <laughs> said that you really don't like the British, do you? I'd like. The, did I say I don't like the British? No, that's true. Okay, you did say you don't like the royal look at, family. Look at this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I did. I did try to put words in your mouth. I'm sorry. I hate that there's a king and a queen. I really. I'm so sorry. I can't apologize enough. I'm gonna give oh. myself one. I'm sorry. That's the stuff that the. That's a tactic from the Chinese government, by the way, that you're doing right there. What? Oh, putting putting words in your no, mouth. No, like if you I'd say the Chinese government's fucked up. They'll be like, oh, you're racist. You don't like Chinese people. Oh, that's true. It has true. nothing to do with Chinese people. I hate the fucking Chinese government. They're pieces of shit. I agree. I agree right. 100%. But the, uh, the cops, that they said he is the biggest asshole. Like, he would make, like, he would just treat everyone like shit. Like, he thought he was the best. I don't think he was, he was kind of the, the doddering fool. Of he's that a rich family. fucking asshole, of course. Well, he's the doddering fool of all, because his brother is going to be king someday if his Fucking old bag mom dies ever anytime soon. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Jesus. But that's the thing. Money keeps you alive for way longer than it <laughs> way should, Way too man. long. Way too long. I'm it's hoping, only going to get longer. So. Well, yeah, I'm hoping for some of that stay alive longer money, dude, especially stem if the show cell. takes off. I want to get into that stem cell stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's the main goal. I think, like, if we can make some Joe Rogan podcast money, then we're getting stem cells. That's, like, that's my, that, yeah. and I want that and I want a driver. If I can get stem cells and I can get a driver and I never have to drive again, then that's like really all I, I mean, need. you're setting the, with the driver thing, you could probably get that way, way before that. Yeah. You set the bar low and then you have like, you have like no trouble. You have no trouble raising it each time. That's, that's now a how driver I live my that life. injects you with stem cells. Yeah. That's it. While he's driving, he's steering he's with his driving. knees. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking hand sanitizer from Amazon. Board certified too. <laughs> that's a, oh my God. Yo, I need that. I want, I see, I want, I want goofy money. That's how you. That's how you get shit like that. That's not an impossible thing to have. I don't see what Disney has to do with this, but shut up, dude. Shut me. the fuck up. Let's just get back to the interview. Uh, was I right in in, in having him Stupid as a friend face. <laughs> um, at the time? And bearing in mind this was some years before he was accused of being um, a, a sex offender. Um, accused. 
uh, I, I he was convicted. Was wrong <laughs> the, fuck. the problem was the fact that once he had been, been. convicted, you stayed with him. I stayed with him, and that's 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 the bit that that that, that um, as it were, I kick myself for on a daily basis. You know, these people aren't even <laughs> British, by the way. Not something that was, these this family, this royal family. What do you mean? They are actually uh, German. Wait, what? Yeah, see, kings and queens used to, like, fuck each other all over the place. You know, that's why you get blue bloods, because they're all interbred. But oh, okay. this this king and queen family, I believe they stem from a German heritage. They're not even really English, but, I mean, they're English now. Look at me. looks like a turkey, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I mean, that makes sense, because I think uh, last week's episode, I mentioned something about super rich people just looking inbred. And that makes that's, sense. It's just yeah. generations of keeping it in the family. When you get to royalty, that's actually the truth. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see that happening. Just these fucking people with their chromosomes just just degenerating and losing cartilage in your ears. So and you stuff. get those genochromes. <laughs> you need adrenochromes. Adrenochromes. <laughs> that, that'd be funny. That's like the, the royal guards and stuff like that. They they hate Prince Andrew because they're just like, yeah, he, he never even called these children back. You just <laughs> fucking push them out the back door. That was it. But, um... I, did you know that is a sign of like somebody who's got like um, who who comes from like an inbred family is What's like that? a lot of the time the cartilage up in their ear in the in the top part of their ear will start to deteriorate and cause like indents and sometimes look like that there's just a chunk missing out of the ear. That's like a that's like a physical telltale telltale hmm. sign that someone might be inbred or have inbred blood somewhere pretty close down the line. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Some hmm. weird shit. Becoming of a member of the Weird family. News. <laughs> Emily Maitlis joins us now in her first U.S. interview since her interview with Prince Andrew, she looks which like a aired bird. Saturday. Emily, would you? Yeah, I probably would too. Yeah, Logan, would you? <laughs> <laughs> I know, poor Logan can't see over there. Yeah. All right, Logan. All right. All right. Uh, wait. Look. Are you gonna Are you gonna say it? No. Go ahead. Didn't you say you wouldn't bang Jislaine Maxwell? Yeah. Jislaine's hotter than her. Jislaine's hotter than this lady, and you're going to tell me that you wouldn't bang Jislaine Maxwell. Yeah. He you're, would. you're still sticking with it? Yep. It might be a political move. Are you trying to save face, Logan? Is that what you're doing? Logan's, it's not PC to do that. Yeah. Logan's been petitioning the Chinese government for money. He's going to try to sue us out from under the rights to brass tax podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Emily, good morning. Thanks for being with us. Morning. My pleasure. Uh, in, the, in the headlines in the British press, this interview is being called a train wreck and a catastrophic error. Why do you think the press Whose cell phone is going off? Do you hear that? Yes. Yep. Well, I think, to be fair, thing. that what we got from Prince from Andrew the was yeah. authenticity. And there were many... That, so that's a, that brings up another good point, too. I notice a lot of the time, when you watch these fucking news networks that have hundreds and millions of dollars at their disposal sometimes, you know, depending on what the outlet is, they can't just get their production right. There's a fucking cell phone buzz going on in the background of well, your goddamn audio. Because I think over the past decade or even more, they've had to cut back big time on their budgets. No one watches this shit anymore. Yeah, I mean, We're yeah. watching it yeah. on YouTube because we didn't watch this on television. No one well, turns no, on, fuck no. I want to watch CBS News. No one cares about this fucking news. It's all dead. It's yeah. all dying or dead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's literally just fodder for a fucking comedy show. So they're broke, basically, at this point. That's why. Fair enough. Yeah, so I'd imagine. They got some guy smoking a fucking cigarette back there, not giving a fuck. Drinking fucking half pints. <laughs> drinking half pints. <laughs> Spilling it on the board. Yeah, whatever. I mean, that'd be a hell of a job. Not having to do shit, you get to smoke indoors, drink some ha drink some half pints, and get away with murder. 
Many figures that come onto the television or give Rose. interviews to the press who uh, tend to be PR'd to distraction. Oh God, yeah. Everything is very carefully worded and there is no wriggle room with anything they wriggle say. Room. Wriggle room. Wriggle room. I don't think, I, okay, I'm done with that fucking video if they're going to have stupid cell phone static in the background. But um, I guess another thing too. Hmm? They really, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I really CBS did. News, Baloney Boys. Yeah, I really did. And BBC. I chose the, um, shut up, dude. I saw what you just, <laughs> <laughs> you really are a smart ass, dude. Um, it made me like, whenever I was watching this last night, I, I was just kind of like, why aren't they shining a spotlight on the victims more? Instead of just talking about the same shit, they talk about the same shit in circles to no avail but there's not really a whole lot of like reaching out to the victims and like there's not a lot being done, I feel like, to get them all compensated equally. Prince like, Andrew should be in fucking jail. Well, yeah, obviously. And he's just sitting there sipping Ugh. tea. Well, yeah, dude. And he's probably going to remain that way. Probably. It's, there's probably nothing going to happen to that man at all. And, oh. and I'll tell you at the very least what would happen um, because shit rolls downhill. Mm. They'll find an escape goat. Mm. And then once that happens, sometimes, oh. dude, sometimes when I say words like that and I do it purposely wrong, I'm always worried that somebody dude. listening is going to think I'm that dumb and, and actually think that escape goat is how you say it. A guy at work said escape goat. And he wasn't doing a Quincy reference. And I said, you mean scapegoat? And he goes, no. And then he went Googled. Oh, well, this is from old English back in 17, you know, 1554. Oh, he's one of those. They said a, a scapegoat. Do they say it now? Is it part of... He couldn't just normal he couldn't vernacular. Just be wrong. No, he couldn't, he couldn't just be wrong. Yes, this guy's an asshole. He can never admit. Yes, you're right. I fucked up. I've never seen or it's met this guy in my life, but I fucking hate him, and I hope he's dead. Yeah. I hope that when he left the office that day, I hope he got in his car, and I hope he died on his way home. Hope he rolled like three times. Yeah, <laughs> three yeah. times, at least three times. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. three times, <laughs> and died on the second road. <laughs> it was extra roll. murder. <laughs> Shut up! What? What? Yeah. One. Um, so, speaking of uh, victims, though, I I pulled up some victim uh, testimony and stuff like that because I just kind of like I don't want to keep mentioning this situation without giving some kind of credence to the victims and shit like that and just kind of hearing some of the shit because it puts it in perspective what actually happened. You know, it, for news anchors and for the people involved to talk about what happened, they're not going to talk about it as viscerally as the actual victims. Mm. And so I basically wanted to I really find wanted to some, make what? a Fogarty joke. What were you going to say? Because you said Credence. Oh, well, make a Fogarty joke uh, then, dude, and take it. your <laughs> fucking turkey crash when it comes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bag of piss. Um, so basically what I wanted to do is just kind of like give them, you know, I just pulled a couple of clips that I wanted to play. Mm. And uh, kind of give the victims some some uh, some voice here, even though we have a very small platform. You know, we can still give them a voice of some sort. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. I was only 17. I was the perfect victim. I was on my own, and I needed needed help. She has crazy Jeffrey bitch Epstein eyes too. Upon me. He put me in a vulnerable and dependent situation, and took advantage of me. I was only 17 years old. I was a little girl. God, he looks like a fucking... Well, Wait, mind. hold it's on. <laughs> I want to try something. I want to try something real quick. He put me in a vulnerable and dependent situation and took advantage of me. 
I was only 17 years old. I was a little girl. It took me a long time to break free from his mind control and abuse. It wasn't a clean break either. I still have flashbacks. Mm. It still hurts. And like I said, I am still scared. I am healing from this every day. She has provided this photo. Oh, Gloria Allred. She's the worst. Ah, She's a fucking vampire, dude. Herself. I hate this bitch. Her and her pearl necklace. Is of Jeffrey Epstein and Teela Davies. It is Teela's first time on a helicopter. They are flying over the United States Virgin Islands. She is smiling because she did not yet realize that he had a predatory plan Uh for her. She knew him, meaning Mr. Epstein, for a period of two years, approximately. Uh, During that time, she met a number of celebrities, but we're not going to disclose. Of course not. They're never, they always are, we can't disclose. She waited for a book deal? Of course she's waiting for a book deal. She's waiting for something to make money off of this, dude. You know that bitch. For the audience, I just want to let everyone know, hey, you know what? People need to understand, this show, we are, we're stone cold feminists here, and we're calling you out. There you go. That's all you had to say? That's right. I, you really are just a bag of shit, dude. Whatever. Let's all right. Let's finish watching this. Ultimately, he raped, sexually assaulted. <laughs> well, like frequently. I say every episode, hurry up. <laughs> I like how Luca just sneaks that in. <laughs> Take the goddamn chair. I got stuff to do on Saturdays. <laughs> Variety of places and settings, including by trafficking Tila to his homes in New York, New Mexico, Florida, the Virgin Islands, New and Mexico. He treated her like an object Ooh. for his sexual gratification. Of course he did. He's a piece of shit. I think okay. uh, I think porn music makes everything a little bit easier to take in. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's true. It takes the edge off, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. If some if people actually listen to this show, it'd really take the edge off. <laughs> the show would be done. <laughs> why would it be, why would it be done? <laughs> Because this is a fucking chick talking about how she was basically groomed. Yeah. And you know, there's you nothing still... sexually arousing like porn music. Not without porn music. Well, here, let's see if it works on this oh, one. Oh, no. Me, <laughs> this is on. like a young quick. child, Richard. Let me see. Well, she's grown up now. So much. I've had children and I never tried. I don't like to be, I can't have my breast touched. It brings back things. I've tried to breastfeed for the first time my third child uh, last year and it was the most excruciating and heartbreaking thing to not be able to do it because the pain was so intense and it brought back something that felt so stupid back then you're okay. gonna you're about to eat crow you're that's, eating crow that sucks um, she was a young child i mean she's yeah that's 14 tough. there let me see if this helps. Did me so much. I've had children and I never tried. I don't like to be. I can't have my. Oh, God, Rick. It 
You have to be a fucking autistic to think this is funny, by the way. Just you gotta be a fucking idiot. You don't think that porn music is funny? When someone's talking show talking about being raped as a 14-year-old? Yeah, it's a comedy show, Adam. I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm not mad at the, the attempt of a joke. It sounds like you are. It sounds like you're already just... I mean, look, you spent a lot of money on this equipment. I don't want to see it wasted. <laughs> How would I be wasting it, Adam? Please. By getting kicked off of pod beans. <laughs> for doing what? For what? for an attempt at comedy? <laughs> oh, shit. Not that. God forbid. Yeah, God forbid. I wouldn't want anyone to go with the bit either, dude. You know, just it's just too much. Too, too <laughs> what damn are much. we supposed to go with? I don't know what you want. It's just, what do you want me to just, say? It's just yeah. funny. Yeah, fucking sex, porn music. I love that. It was hilarious because it she's is talking funny. To, she can't touch her, her tits anymore because have someone touch her boobs. Yeah, yeah. Because And then you put porn music over it and it takes the bite out of a very stinging Look. situation, Adam. <laughs> sure. I'm so sorry that I, I, I must have touched some kind of weird nerve in Adam over here. It's because he was molested, oh, too. It's most okay. definitely because he was molested. Yeah. We all know that. Well. And Adam doesn't want to ever have any of that audio from that molestation surface and have porn music <laughs> put over it. That's basically what we're seeing oh, right now okay. is a man deflecting from his own truths. There you go. About his Found life. Me out. She fucking always just gotta always gotta stand in the way of shit. I swear to God, <laughs> you you bring some bits to the show. You fucking I've, do I've some shit. Some things. You've brought nothing except for like some baloney boys and maybe some articles. Okay. You bring all some right. bits to the table, okay. and plus, not to mention, Adam's over here trying to act all sanctimonious about not putting porn music over these fucking clips. When I told you exactly what I was going <laughs> to do yesterday, and you laughed as you're laughing now. That's not true. Yes, it is. I, I, I don't told think I you. Laughed. Oh my God. He yeah, you had laugh. you had zero. You weren't even here. You don't know. That's true. Logan, Logan's a shitster. Logan is a shitster. Stir shit. Um, just like an hey, intern should be. This is the dynamic of what a, a show should be. You yeah. gotta have someone being opposed. You're getting all butt hurt over here. Shut up and I, play the fucking. Next I am. Game. Tell you why. Oh, 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 oh. oh talking about not oh. being woke. Oh well. Um, here. <laughs> Oh. Talk about eating crow. Jesus Christ. Yeah, tell me about it, bud. I don't mind you having a varying opinion, but don't uh, you're a little don't butter. fucking don't fucking act all di- you're being disingenuous. When yesterday it was a it was a fine idea and today it's like, "Oh, you got to tell me when we're live. You can't even mention something <laughs> before the show." Oh, maybe this is a bad idea. No, you got to wait till we're fucking almost done. Well, I got to tell me. Role. It's ridiculous. I'm trying to play a character too. <laughs> That's true. You're playing <laughs> devil's advocate. So let's go ahead and uh, since we're we're done with that, we're gonna go ahead and just retire that. Let's go to Baloney Boys. Oh, whoops, that's bad news. This is Baloney Boys. Baloney Boys. All right. So this week. The baloney boy is none other than Jader Pinkett Smith. Uh, as you all remember, last week we featured her husband, Big Willie Smith, as our baloney boy of the week for being, uh, or for allowing himself to be cucked. But as we mentioned in last week's episode, um, Jada Pinkett Smith said that she was going to take it upon herself to bring herself to the red table and discuss the matter. With Will? With Will. Yeah, and as we all know, like, or as we discussed, um, the Red Table is basically a, a Facebook show that she produces. Um, it's her own show. Most of the time, 
uh, one of her daughters and her mother are usually her co-hosts, and they have guests on here and there. But this one, because it was such a uh, such a serious matter, it's just her and Will sitting around the uh, red table here, and they're discussing her uh, past dalliances, and they even get into some of uh, Big Willie Styles' past dalliances. Like the the main thing I wanted, I want to make you guys aware of um, in this whole thing this whole installment of whatever the stupid show is that she's hawking. Um, you can expect a lot of things that are characteristic of Jada Pinkett Smith. She's going to obfuscate. She's going to not take any real responsibility for anything. And she's going to take the bullshit that she's done and she's going to call it something else. She's going to, she's going to throw glitter on a bag of shit and call it good. Mm. Um, so, and then they also passive aggressively try to out one another, but you can tell that they both have, these these media empires that they need to maintain. I, she so, doesn't have a media empire. Well, she, does she has a lot. She has a lot of. Like, well, this is the thing. She's a narcissist, so she has her own uh, opinion of herself that she has to protect. She thinks she has things going on, but she doesn't have to. Do. Well, of course not, dude. But that's the thing about narcissists. They have to protect their egos at all costs. To be fair, Will Smith hasn't done anything good in decades. But. Well, he's also not out in the public eye trying to be all sanctimonious and having these talk shows where they where he pretends to be more enlightened than everyone else. Yeah. And you can tell the entire time during this during this uh little installment they did, he doesn't want to fucking be there. But um so I basically I fast forwarded to the to this about 2 minutes in because the first few minutes or the first 2 minutes of this shit is her dolling up the situation and trying to dress up what happened with her and that August Alciner guy and the whole, uh, the whole affair, which wasn't an affair because I guess they were, they talk about it a little bit. They were split up at the time it was happening and whatnot. And they've also like, everyone knows that they've like declared that they're not, they don't see each other as a official like husband and wife. Yes. They're, they're life partners or whatever, but uh, we'll go ahead and start it two minutes in when they start actually getting to the, um, the fat of the content. Well, of course. Personal journey. Yeah. That became very public. Yes, absolutely. For whatever reason. So what happened, Jada? Okay, so well, let's happened. start well, with, I guess about four and a half years ago. Yeah. Started a, there. I think it was about four and a half, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, started a friendship with August. Mm-hmm. And we actually became really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. And it all started with him just needing some help, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. me wanting to help his health, his mental state. Because for me, that was the thing when I when um, so when Aug first came around, he was he was really, really sick. sick. He was really you know? really sick. So yeah. th- this and is something too sick. Like what? They always mention how he was sick, and I think what they mean was he was doing a lot of drugs and just being young and rich, like. That's it. Because at, at, like the clip that we played, I think I think it was in the clip we played from Jader uh, last week where she was saying that like this August dude was in the process of becoming or living a clean life or whatever the fuck, which you can only take as maybe he's just doing too many drugs or whatever. Maybe he's out there maybe. just fucking bitches and just doing what a young rich man would probably do given any under any circumstance. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what that lifestyle is about, right? Just like having what you want at a moment's notice and having it in excess. Yeah. It's just kind of weird, but they always re- refer to it as sickness well, or as a disease. They're adjacent to Scientology. So, oh, friends, really? He's best friends with Tom Cruise. Well, that, oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause fucking A. 
Me, dude, is Scientology kind of like the way of like instead of saying somebody's down low now, you just say they're a Scientologist? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think that's anything new. South Park made an episode about it. But yeah. did they? But did they point out the fact that it's because they were trying to use the religion to hide sexuality? I don't well, think that was John the message. Travolta trapped in the closet. That episode, Tom I don't Cruise. think was that. Tom Cruise no, trapped that, in the closet. That episode wasn't about Scientology, though, wasn't it? But they about, were all Scientologists. They're trapped in the goddamn closet. R. Kelly's not a Scientologist, and it was about R. Kelly and him making the closet well, videos because he sang a song about being trapped in the closet. That's the only reason he's in the goddamn thing. Yeah, I know that, Adam, but I'm saying I, no. I don't think the episode was about Scientology or calling them gay. It was literally just that about... That episode wasn't calling them gay? It was about them not coming out of the closet, but it had nothing to do <laughs> with their gay. belief in Scientology. Well, You're, it, You look far too deeply into things, dude. It it's definitely has tones. It, uh, they're Scientologists. You have tones of Scientology. <laughs> I don't think. Adam's. That's why Adam's dad left. He was like, he looked down. He was like, my son's gonna grow up to be a Scientologist. I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he already can't throw a perfect so. spiral. No. Adam's not a. Adam's not an athletic man. I'm kind of athletic. Are you though? The outpouring Logan, you watch for it. him from <laughs> our family goes uh, initially about his health. Yeah. And I mean, we found all those different resources, mm -hmm. you know, to help pull him through. Mm -hmm. And. From there, you know, you and I were going through a very difficult time. Yeah. And we decided... I was done with your you, ass. Yeah, you kicked me to I the curb. I was done with you. Yeah. <laughs> we Marriages have that, though. Yeah. Marriages have that. Dude, Big Willie wants to say more. You can, Why you can tell. Why was he done with her? Dude, look at her. You can tell. I mean... If he want, he could get a, a 10. She's a 5. He can get whatever he wants. He's Big Willie style. He's never going to not be Big Willie style. Mm. What he needs to do is hit the gym again, get back into that that Mike Lowry body that he had in Bad Boys like one, and then he'll be he'll be set, dude. Because yeah. could you imagine dealing with her on a regular basis, just never being able to be wrong, never being able to be criticized? Well, look how their kids turned out. Well, yeah, I mean, well, fucking that, disasters. Well, that's the thing. I mean, look at most celebrities' kids. I mean, your your parents are fucking narcissists. To some degree, the money and the fame has convoluted their ability to live on like an actual, like a real plane of existence. Um, so yeah. naturally, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so naturally, big up, big up. Can I make sure he's in there? Um, naturally, you can you can expect your kids to be fucking dumpster fires when all they've been raised around is just nannies who have to do what they say and just copious amounts of money. Yeah. There's there's no there's no wall telling you no. There's yeah. just yeah. It's a 99% failure rate for and, kids. And I'm not saying like, and this is the thing too, every time I bring this type of shit up, I'm not saying I wouldn't have loved to have grown up like that. I mean, who wouldn't want to grow up where, or who who wouldn't want to live a life where you can just do whatever you want, whenever you want. That sounds great to not have to worry about a job, to not have to worry about like a place to live or whether or not you're going to be provided for, you know, and even if, even if your source of income, like your parents, let's say your parents are famous actors or, or just have a lot of money in general. Generally there's people watching those, those finances and trying yeah. to be safe with it because if they keep making money and they keep having money, they're going to keep making money. And like the people involved with protecting their money are going to keep making money unless you're Dane Cook's brother. Um, <laughs> And so you, you have even that stress off your mind. Like even if my parents die, like there's still this, this trust fund or this reserve that's, that's a safety net essentially. Mm -hmm. Like that's got to be such a freeing feeling. With any rich person, not even if you're famous. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Just having those resources in general just have to be, it, it has to be such an amazing way to live life. Like, yeah. 
and I'm not trying to complain or anything about my own life. Like I live pretty stress-free. Like I don't have like a whole lot of shit that I worry about. Like I worry about making a good show and that's about it. And other than that, I try to like not allow my anger to get the best of me when I'm at my regular job because the liquor store pisses me off sometimes. You, you hear it all the time. Like mm-hmm. I get pretty fucking worked up, but especially when people just come in there with their ignorance. You get pretty fired up. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's, what are you going to do? I mean, of course there's nothing you really can do. Like people are going to be people. You're never going to change them. Like these people are intoxicated half the time. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's, it's one of those things that if I spend too much time talking or worrying about, it's just going to be, it's not, it's just not positive. It's not going to have any positive outcome. I'm just going to work myself up and and get into another frenzy. Um, I'm going to skip ahead again. And so around four minutes, four and a half minutes in, she brings up the whole, um, the whole uh, affair accusation and shit like that. Wrecker. Mm-hmm. Which he's not. I think, so. I mean, because this is your red table and you like brought yourself to the red table. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. As far as what? You and I decided we were going to take our space and what happened. He's yeah, like you. He talks with his hands and touches an the desk a lot. With as he should. August, <laughs> that's what I said. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> yes. A relationship. Yes. It was yeah. a relationship. Absolutely. You shouldn't have to pry that kind of honesty out of your significant other. Like, if you're well, look at his, his stare right now. Well, yeah, dude. He's he's an Empty. emasculated man. He was cucked Empty on a global platform. You, no one wants to be him right now. Mm-mm. I almost feel bad for making him the baloney boy last week. <laughs> Especially after how... You know, he plays all these masculine roles. <laughs> I was in a lot of pain, and I was very broken. <clears throat> now, in the process of that relationship, I definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. And luckily go. enough, you and I were also going through a process of healing in a much different manner. Oh, I would definitely say talk. we did everything that we could to get away from each other, oh. only to realize that that yeah, wasn't yeah. possible. So we come to the red table. So I'm in I'm in the Jada position right now. So okay. you know you during that time launched into. I like that he sounds like he keeps trivializing the red table. He keeps bringing up. The, of oh, course, the, I'm here at the she's red done table. nothing. She was in Matrix. <laughs> she was Nairobi, man. You got to give her a little bit of credit. Did she even have a fight scene? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. She just played the same role in. Oh my God, she played the same role in the Matrix that she does in real life because she she caused that issue between uh, the one pilot of the one ship and then Morpheus because she oh, was Morpheus. Yeah, she was yeah. Morpheus's ex. This bitch is a method actor, actress. Excuse me. Sorry, I keep forgetting. We're stone cold feminists here, and we're calling you out. That's right an interaction mm-hmm. with August, what do you feel like um, you were looking for? I just wanted to feel good. Mm-hmm. It had been so... Well, getting a dick in the shitter is one way to do it, I guess. Oh, I long since I felt good. Yeah. Oh, and my it- God. He's, she's just basically saying, Will, yeah. you're, I didn't feel good when I was with you. Well, this is the part where... Because look at his face. Yeah, he's pissed. He's like, are you seriously going to say this shit right now, bitch? And mm-hmm. like, this is around the time in this episode where they start throwing around um, subtle hints that they're both bags of shit. Right. It was really a joy to just help heal somebody. Yeah. 
I think that has a lot to do with my... I'm so sick of her talk of healing people. And she always puts herself above everyone else. It's not like she never needs the healing. She's the one doing the healing. And in the process, she learns so much about herself. She heals herself. Just a fucking dunce, dude. And that burnt ramen noodle haircut she's got. I fucking, I just can't stand this woman. Codependency, which is another thing that I had to learn to break in this cycle. Just mm. that idea of needing to fix and being drawn to people that need help, whether it's your health or whether it's your addictions. Mm -hmm. There's something about that childhood trauma mm -hmm. um, no. that feels as though it can be fixed through fixing people. How many times have you heard that before, Adam, in an abusive relationship or in any type of relationship where one person uh, might be a bag of shit? It's always like, oh, but I think I can fix him and stuff like that. Yeah. I see she something in him. What, a rematch? Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's it, it's always going to happen again. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is like she is that um, she is that pompous to think that she's not living a cliché uh, scenario that all women have gone through. She's and oblivious anyways. So. It's ridiculous, dude. And and she's over here like bringing, she's holding herself accountable on her own talk show, first of all, which is ridiculous. And Will just doesn't seem to want to have any part in it. I think he knows how disingenuous she is. And at this point, I don't understand. Their kids are pretty much grown at this point. Why are they dragging it out? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm versus fixing me. Yeah. And I think that that whole process with Aug really showed me that mm -hmm. and taught me that. And I'm really grateful for that lesson. I feel like that husband, like I'm with you at the press conference. <laughs> and that husband, I'm with That fake laugh, that fake horrible laugh. Now I gotta be with you at the press conference <laughs> while you like tell the world uh, about your transgressions. <laughs> Like, I love I love my baby. I'm gonna stand by my baby no matter what. Well, you know, I definitely <laughs> I definitely understand mm -hmm. um, why it would look that way or feel that way. But I actually don't look at it as a transgression at all. Of course, she doesn't. She's trying to act like she's completely vindicated. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing is she's gonna bring up. I bet you she. <laughs> I haven't I haven't listened this far into it, but I could almost guarantee since we know her formula now. She's going to bring up the fact that like, oh, we weren't technically together and all this other mm. shit. I would put money on it. It's almost like how you can always guess about the time when Jesse Ventura is going to talk about the Gulf of Tonkin. It's sure. going to happen. Oh, through that particular journey, I learned so much mm -hmm. about myself and was able to really confront a lot of emotional immaturity, mm -hmm. emotional insecurity. Mm -hmm. And I was really able to do some really deep healing, mm -hmm. you know? And as I came through and started to realize- Some very deep healing. Certain things about you and I, he decided to break all communication with me, right. which was totally understandable. Right, right after he gave her a good um, wall scraping. And I let that be and hadn't talked to him since. A good right. kidney pushing. So it is a little weird that all this stuff is coming out now yeah. since this was Yeah, because for me several... this was years ago, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, so the fact that it's uh, coming up now, and I think it could feel weird for people that we're laughing and, and talking about it, but... It happened so long ago. You know, and our experiences of 
working through it, fighting through it, talking through it, and therapizing right. through it. Therapizing. I think that the why now is weird. Yeah. When I say it's been a huge healing on my life, and just what I had to confront and discover. Okay, I think this is more oh, of her just fucking up. deflecting. There was one more. I forgot why I even brought this part up. Oh, yeah. So at this point in the thing, I think this is where... So after she's done, you know, doing her version of what, whatever her version of being candid with the audience is, um, it goes into a point now where this is towards the end and um, Jada and Will talk about getting into this quote unquote new place. And then she like almost immediately throws him under the bus and like in one way or another says that he cheated on her a bunch. It's the weirdest shit. Relationship and trying to get to deeper understanding of love is going to be forged in fire. Yeah. There's no way around it. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that I'm deeply grateful in this whole process between you and I is that we have really gotten to that new place yes. of unconditional love. Because I wasn't sure I was ever going to speak to you again. I know, I know. Yeah. I keep saying like, that. The fact He's that I'm speaking to you again is a, <laughs> is a miracle. Um, <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. No, but... It ain't for the weak at heart. There's just certain things that you have to go through, and it's like... And I wish, you know, She's I wish so that funny. wasn't the case. <laughs> I do. Absolutely. I wish yeah, that sure. wasn't the hey, case. I sure wish it could be all magic and miracles. Yeah. Dude, doesn't, go doesn't Will look like Obama after the second term? That dude looks so tired now. Do some to get the answers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just happy because I definitely believe that you and I, we never, ever, ever thought that we would make yeah, it back. That, yeah, there's a real power in the just knowing somebody's riding with you no matter what. Yeah. And you really can't know that. Until you go until through, some through some stuff, you she know. She bleeps out I don't want to go shit. through this no more. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. either. Yeah. I'm going to get you back first. And then you gonna get me back. I think you got me back. <laughs> I think you <laughs> I think we're good on that, okay? <laughs> okay, that might that's probably true. That's you, know, probably. you know damn well Will Smith been swinging that hammer all over town and back. I mean, like we said before, fame and affluence with women? It doesn't matter either way. I think I mean, saying. maybe Scientologists as well, but I think that Big Willie style probably got it in, dude. I mean, how <laughs> Come on, man. Are we going to sit here and fool ourselves into thinking that celebrities and people that have these crazy egos aren't going around just fucking indiscriminately? There's probably very few that are monogamous. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, and I'm sure, I'm sure nowadays, like, I'm sure actors who have built, like, these dynasties and, and they're in their mid to, like, you know, they're, they're, they're middle-aged. They're kind of out of that party scene. How old scene. are they? 50? They're, I think they're in their 50s, yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith, actually, I think she might be she might be like 47 or something like that. I thought she was older than Will. Really? Oh, that would be interesting to know. I think, uh, are you already on it, Intern Logan? Yep. Nice. Um, you a good man. Jada is 48. Oh, shit, wow. I, I was thinking like Adam, I would have thought 50-something. Yeah, and Ada, or Will is 51. Oh, okay. Right, right. Wow. They're younger than I would have given them. I mean, Will, I don't know. Maybe it's because he had, I mean, after Bad Boys 4, I'm pretty sure he didn't have anything else in the pipeline. So he just kind of let himself go a little bit. 
Will, I mean, Will doesn't look bad. I shouldn't say he looks he like Obama good. after the second term. That was kind of a little harsh. But he like, looks like he's tired, though. He, yeah, he just looks like he he's probably... He looks with, like he might have corona. <laughs> he's Stop just got Crohn's. He's just got Crohn's, that's it. Uh, he's got to fire off a liquid shit. But uh, he looks a little paunchy, but I'm sure like whenever crap like this happens and you're a public figure and you're world famous, the last thing you want to have to do is go on your stupid wife's stupid talk show and talk about her fucking a younger man who's probably more relevant than you at this point. I've never heard of that guy, though. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I have never have you ever heard of him. I had never heard of any of his music, but I mean, then again, demographic-wise, it's probably not like... we. I'm not a big... I don't listen to like a whole lot of R&B. I'm more metal and... Like, oh, he's R&B? Yeah, I like like, I like like underground rap and like metal and shit like that. Bone I don't... Thugs are pretty good. I like old R&B. Like, I really like... Um, I really like like Bone Isley thugs. Brothers and shit. Shut up, dude. Both th- I mean, yeah, Bone Thugs kicks ass, but I wouldn't. They're R and B, aren't they? They're kind of R and B, I what? guess. There's a lot of harmonizing. It's not rap. It's definitely rap. Bone Thugs? I th- I think that's classified as R and B. Dude, no, because they rap so fast, Adam. There's no way you can't. They're like they they rap like Twisted, R&B. dude. They invented. I feel like they invented that type of like kind of choppy rapping style. I don't know. Maybe they maybe Tech Nine invented it. I don't fucking know. All I know is it's a very it's rap made with with R and B influences. I would say, don't look up at the at the sky like you're you're an authority on hip hop now. I'll have to look it up here. Go ahead and look it up, dude. Because I'm telling you right now, it's not it's not just R and B. It's gonna be rap first. Bone Thugs is straight up monsters at rap, and then they do some harmonizing. So yeah, there's a little bit of R and B influence. Just a punk ass. And you're right, Devin. I agree. Um, the the conversation between Will and Jada just seems like it was pre-planned. Like maybe they went over a bunch of notes before they recorded this. It seems very disingenuous. They classified it as hip hop. Okay. Oh, De- Devin in the chat just said the same thing. They're considered contemporary R and B or hip hop. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I guess with that being said, let's go ahead and make a uh, smooth egress into the garage and maybe have a couple of post-show ciggies. <laughs> Thank you guys for enjoying us. Uh, thank, I, was, I almost said thank you guys for enjoying us. Uh, thank you for joining us for our first ever live show. Um, if you guys want to get in on the fun, make sure you follow us on uh, Podbean. They have a little app for your phone, or you can visit our website, brasstaxpodcast.podbean.com. And uh, if you have any suggestions for the show, or if you ever want to come on and uh, chat with us live during the program, uh, feel free to either follow us on Podbean or you can send us an email. Uh, we'll give you some more information at uh, brass, the real brass tax at gmail.com. Uh, how's it going, Reed? Good to see you down there. Um, but yeah, I guess until uh, next week, you guys take it easy. Be safe. Go check out all of our social meteors and stuff. All that shit's linked to our website. And until next week, uh, we'll see you later on. Peace. Don't ride bicycles. Later. <laughs>